It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. This is the Fox News Rundown Extra. And Lisa Brady. Less than 10 months to Election Day in November, a Trump-Biden rematch is looking more and more likely, even though voters surveyed consistently say that's not what they want. So the bipartisan organization No Labels continues its efforts to offer an alternative, seeking ballot access across the country while considering potential candidates for a possible unity ticket. They've had some legal fights already, along with questions raised about who their donors are, something the nonprofit group is not required to disclose. Now they're facing a different headwind, accusing other, mainly left-wing groups, of illegally trying to block their efforts and subverting voters' rights. A complaint filed with the Justice Department points to activists and party officials. We spoke to former North Carolina Governor Pat McCrory, a national co-chair of No Labels, about the complaint, their movement, and one progressive group's claim that they have a hidden agenda. We made some edits for time and thought you might like to hear the whole thing. Thanks for listening. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to the weekday Fox News Rundown podcast. Now here's No Labels co-chair Pat McCrory on the Fox News Rundown Extra. Okay, so I wanted to start uh, with the new complaint filed with the Justice Department. Is No Labels accusing the two major parties of conspiring against it? We're asking for an investigation uh, for what we think is alleged conspiracy and coordination of uh, several groups that are working to threaten, intimidate, are being involved in the process of democracy. MoveOn.org, the Third Wave Group, the Lincoln Project, and several others in a coordinated uh, effort are using fear tactics, intimidation, threats, Toward individuals, they're uh, they're uh, threatening their careers, their livelihood, and frankly, their families. And that's inexcusable. And it's uh, we think breaks federal law, and should be investigated. And uh, we're we're putting a stop to this type of lack of civility that we have in politics. Listen, I've I've run for city council, mayor, governor, and U.S. Senate. I've been called every name in the book in every election. That's that's free speech, but you cannot threaten people. And uh, that's got to stop in this democracy and, and threaten their livelihood. And we have we showed evidence, some of the evidence that we have. They're not even hiding it anymore. It's in plain sight. And uh, we're taking this seriously. And this is part of the civil dialogue that has to change in American politics. And right now, sadly, uh, the two-party system is doing everything they can to protect their duopoly. And right now, we have 65% of the American people who do not want a repeat of the 2020 election. They want change, and the two parties aren't offering another option. And uh, 65% of the American people are saying enough. And, uh, you know, listen, I'm a Republican. I've played the game. I've been played by the game. I'm, I'm here to expose the game and change it for the sake of our country. And I believe in competition, too. I'm a Republican who believes in competition, but some of these groups want to don't want competition and want to protect the power that they have here in Washington. And they'll do, uh, right now, they're enacting threats to hold on to that power, and that's inexcusable. Well, the progressive group, Move On, accuses Mm -hmm. no labels of causing as much chaos as possible to clear the path for Trump 
to regain control of the White House. Is is your group secretly in Trump's corner? Absolutely not. Uh, if you're saying, first of all, I'm not, and neither is Joe Lieberman or Ben Chavis. We're the three co-chairmen. So if you want to say Joe Lieberman and, and Ben Chavis are in uh, Trump's corner, uh, that would be laughable. Uh, no, we, we think at this point in time, if we provide a third alternative, if in fact the two parties end up after Super Tuesday with uh, Trump and Biden, that the American people will want another choice. And that choice would most likely a plurality could win this election state by state. This is just a false premise. You know, their their major argument against no labels outside of the threats and intimidation is, well, you'll waste your vote. They don't, they don't argue with our platform. They don't argue with the potential quality of candidates that we'll be selecting from. They just say, uh, whoever we give you, you must uh, take. And it, to me, that's kind of an arrogance right now that the two parties are presenting. And it's an arrogance that hurtful to our democracy. And that's why, listen, I'm a Republican, but I'm a member of No Labels. Because during my political career, I've been called a um, right-wing extremist. I've been called a left-wing rhino. I've been called a moderate, you name it. We all into labeling. And the labels right now are preventing dialogue to solve the problems of our country, whether it be immigration or the economy or crime. Uh, nothing's being done right now. And um, they don't want a repeat of 2020. We've tested both those people at this point in time. And uh, people should be given an alternative. Precise, personal, powerful. Is America's weather team in the palm of your hands? Get Fox weather updates throughout your busy day, every day. Subscribe and listen now at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. What about those who may have a legitimate concern, though, that there either isn't a path for a unity ticket for a no labels team to win the Electoral College, for instance, or that you could end up being a spoiler that even, um, you know, takes moderate votes, for instance, away from President Biden. Now, these are the same political experts inside the Beltline who said Barack Obama and Donald Trump would ever be president. <laughs> I mean, this is an inside the Beltline power hold at this point in time. They have no proof of this. Um, and Last time I checked, the two-party system is not in the Constitution. In fact, George Washington warned us about the two-party system and the dangers of this. They, this is not—democracy doesn't prohibit one from challenging the status quo of the two-party system. And, uh, and if you stop access to the ballot, is the same thing as stopping access to vote. And these people who talk about voter suppression— are trying to suppress the right to have another choice. And it's quite contradictory of their language and uh, quite hypocritical uh, actions and, and uh, arguments that they're presenting. Now, No Labels has been able to get onto the ballot in more than a dozen states so far, right? Is is there time? 14. 14. Oh, 14. Is oh, there time absolutely. to get to get on all 50 this year? Yeah, how, how, do you, how do you get on the ballot? What is the process different from state to state? Every state has difference, and sadly, some of these groups uh, are trying to stop us. So these same groups that are saying uh, you're not getting on the ballots are the same groups that are trying to throw all these legal roadblocks. And Delaware just recently, in fact, as of last week, and we're fighting through every roadblock. My own state, North Carolina, delayed us for three months through legal roadblocks. So it's kind of ironic. They 
they say we're behind in getting on the ballots. They're the reason for it, but we're winning every court case, and they're they're in a coordinated effort trying to uh, take as much money from us in legal fees to to protect the Constitution of the United States. But we're going to get there. There's no doubt about it. Uh, we're going to be active in 28 states uh, very shortly, and then by there are about 13 or 14 states that you have to name the candidates first. I mean, Ross Perot did this much later than this at this point in time. It's actually the rules to get on most ballots are fairly easy. And now we're having no problem getting signatures. I mean, uh, there's uh, there's no problem getting a sufficient amount of signatures because there's so much displeasure with the potential choices that the um, two parties are presenting us. In Arizona, a judge just recently ruled in your favor and if I'm reading it correctly, that fight really boiled down to how much control no label should have over who can use its line on the ballot. Is that right? Yeah, that's that's correct. There was an effort by some some of these same operatives uh, and <laughs> trying to throw some legal. They were trying to uh, sabotage our efforts by putting other people down the line and having us lose control of who gets on the ticket. And it was just another roadblock that we worked through and the courts were with us. That'd be like individuals being able to get on the Republican or Democratic ticket without going through the Republican or Democratic Party, um, which is be very inappropriate. But right now, our only goal is to have a presidential ticket if after Super Tuesday, Trump and Biden are the, uh, you know, apparent slate that's going to be on. And it, gosh, it looks that way even much earlier how close is No Labels to forming a unity ticket at this point? I know that one of your founders, former Senator Joe Lieberman, says uh, Nikki Haley deserves consideration if she ends up dropping out of the race. Well, I'm not getting into names at this point in time, but we're, we're going to be considering people in military, in business and in politics. And we'll be develop we're developing that process right now. We're looking for qualities of character, qualities. Uh, accountability, people who get results, people who can solve problems across party lines. Because right now, I mean, look what's happened to our country in D.C. They're not coming up with an immigration situation. Both parties are in their corners, as usual, not solving the problems of immigration. Uh, they're not solving the problems of our incredible deficit at this point in time. They're not solving the problems of public safety. There's incredible division and rancor on foreign policy. We need someone who can bring people together and those who have experience of bringing people together and not being trapped by the litmus test of each political party. Listen, I know this game. I've played the game. I've been played by the game. I'm now here to expose the game and change the game for the sake of our country. And maybe after this uh, year, the two parties will learn because we, we have no plans to make this a permanent thing. But this year is the most unique year uh, in our history if, in fact, Trump and Biden are the two remaining candidates at such an early point because we've never had this amount of people. The American people say this is not the choice we want. And yet the parties are saying, sorry, this is the choice you get. Take it or leave it. <laughs> and to me, that's not satisfactory. I'm a Republican who believes in competition, not just in business and education, but also in politics. I know you're not talking names, but mm -hmm. what about a, the bigger picture? I mean, most people, when they hear unity ticket, they might think, okay, one's going to be a Republican, one's going to be a Democrat. Is is that the idea? That's always been our goal. 
um, to try to do that. And we're looking at we're looking at people who can work together and bring this nation together because our nation is divided. And yet we need people who can civilly have in a civil manner, talk to each other, find a common ground. I'll give you an example on immigration right now. You know, when when President Trump was in office, we had the majority in the House and Senate. We still couldn't get an immigration bill. And now we can't get an immigration bill now. I mean, so the no labels, we came out uh, in New Hampshire about three, four months ago with 30 items of common sense solutions. And the common sense solution of, of course, tighten up the border, close the loopholes, and understand we've got uh, people who've been here since they were two or three years old. They're now in their 20s. We're not going to kick them out of the country. We know that. So why don't we do both? And uh, that's where, where the 70% of the American people agree, but the two parties can't can't come together because they're more worried about their primary elections than they are satisfying the needs of the vast majority of Americans. I know this. I know the game. You know the game. And that's the game right now in D.C., and sadly, it's failing all of us. No labels, as you say, is having no trouble at this point gathering signatures uh, to try to get on the ballot. What the only about, problem we're having in yeah. some states are these groups that are trying to throw roadblocks. Um, we have a few right now in the past Democratic Secretary of States who are um, putting up false roadblocks, which the courts overturn. But it takes time and effort. And some of these outgroups out groups are paying for the lawyers trying to block our efforts. What about it's, it's un-American what they're attempting to do. What about your financial support? What about donors for no labels? Because none of this is cheap, right? Especially the legal no, fights. No, it's not cheap. But we're a nonprofit. So the nonprofits by constitutional law, by court cases, in fact, court case of the NAACP uh, in 1958 was uh, allowed as a nonprofit to protect their donors while also trying to proceed with the progress of their organization. And our organization's major function is to gain a spot on the ballot. And then once we select candidates, we, we, we're out of it. It's up to the candidates. We're not going to do what the political parties do and run a campaign. I'm, I'll be out. We'll just pre we're providing a spot on the ballot to compete against the Republican and Democratic Party. And we we're getting petitions signed in every state according to every state law. So we protect our donors just like the NAACP does for fear of retaliation and intimidation, which they're doing to the staff, which they're doing to some of the leadership of No Labels right now, which is uncalled for. Again, we accept criticism. I don't not mind people criticizing. I've, I've been called every name in the book in my political career. I've been a a left-wing rhino, I've been a right-wing extremist, and everything in between. And that's part of the problem we have in politics now. We try to put everyone in a bucket, and that bucket is not allowing discussion and dialogue on each individual issue, which relies on really complex solutions that have to be implemented in order to save our country and allow the next generations to enjoy, um, pursue happiness. How enjoy generations to come and have opportunity. How optimistic are you right now in January, less than 10 months to the general election, about the prospects for a no labels ticket? Well, our goal was not to have to do this. If you would ask me a year ago that Biden and Trump would still be the leading nominees, I probably wouldn't have believed you. But this was always an insurance policy. 
but we may just have to uh, call in the insurance policy um, in the in the next month and month and a half. And that was not our goal, but it looks like uh, it may well happen based upon what just happened in Iowa. Isn't it amazing? We have just over a hundred thousand people vote. Uh, Biden and the Democrats didn't even go to have Iowa anymore. And the Republicans, uh, most of the candidates dropped out before any election was even uh, uh, cast or any ballot was cast. And it's almost like the die is set in both parties right now. And it's a sad commentary as a Republican that we're saying that. And I'd say the same. That's why Ben Chavis and I and Joe Lieberman are working together. Who would have imagined? But in our conversations, we agree on uh, coming together and solving the main issues that this country has got to solve. Listen, this isn't for me. I've, I've had a great life. I've been very fortunate, even though I've been canceled before and things of this nature in the political world by both sides. Um, this is for our, the next generation. And um, we've got to stop this arrogance of both parties just assuming that we have to take whoever they give us when actually their selections are coming from very few people making these decisions. I mean, Iowa, then New Hampshire, and then it might be over, maybe South Carolina, and then the whole election's over and the Democrats are keeping people off the ballot in the primary. So the primaries really had very little difference in the world of politics. And But we have a chance to get on the general election. It's We'll, we'll break through the barriers and the roadblocks being presented to us. And, and hopefully... Uh, Gosh, we might even have some true debates down the road where three leading presidential contenders could debate each other, including the former president and the current president, um, who are avoiding all debates at this point in time. It's just I, I never thought I'd see it in my lifetime. But uh, I care more for this country than party. I see a lot of congressional candidates say that on both sides of the aisle. But the minute they get elected, they've got to go along with the party or they're canceled. And uh, that's unacceptable. Former North Carolina governor, now co-chair of No Labels, Pat McCrory. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you very much. We will definitely talk to you again. We appreciate it. Call anytime. Take care. Take care now. Bye. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. And now stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. Listen ad-free on Fox News Podcasts Plus on Apple Podcasts. And Prime members can listen to the show ad-free on Amazon Music. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. Listen to the all-new Brett Bear podcast featuring Common Ground, in-depth talks with lawmakers from opposite sides of the aisle, along with all your Brett Bear favorites like his all-star panel and much more. Available now at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Put the power of over 100 meteorologists and the worldwide resources of Fox in your hands with the Fox Weather Podcast. Precise, personal, powerful. Subscribe and listen now at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.